come here through a process of birth. It's nature's way to get to be a human on Earth. We all have a body, needs the same things to live. And this abundant world has so much to give. A multitude of plants bear edible fruit. We even eat leaves, seeds, stalks, and roots. Just one tiny seed grows into a tree to produce bunches of apples for us all to eat. So if we want to reclaim paradise on Earth, we gotta teach our children right from birth that real food is grown from the soil of the Earth, not found on the shelf, depleted of its worth. The real supermarket can be our backyard. Just sprinkle seeds in the dirt, it isn't very hard. Add a little sun, add a little rain, let nature do its thing, so easy to maintain. Follow your path, for truth your bliss. For the more you focus on it, the stronger it exists. Release your hold, let the breath
Wow. If it feels good, it probably is. This is Conscious Living Radio on 100.5 CFRO Co-op Radio in Vancouver. Uh, this is Mark Cron this evening on Conscious Living Radio. And Tasha was away again this week. and She's visiting her mother back east. And, uh, you know, have you ever had one of those days where things just kind of, you know, they're, they're going really well, but things kind of change? Well, today has been one of those days for me. And, and I got to say, I, I do love being flexible and going with the flow and always find the way because our original guest for today, you know, canc- canceled out because they weren't feeling well at about two o'clock this afternoon. So today I... Um, was able to bring in a couple of other special guests. And the first one, who will be coming on a little later, was the musical talent that played the introduction song this evening, which was called Feels Good by Theta Phoenix, who's a, a local artist, musician, sound healer. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to be featuring her music for the show this evening. Uh, however, our first guest is... Julia Kovacs. And we're going to talk about this new global phenomenon called uh, inner dance. It's a very simple yet effective process for transformation, creating change, relaxation. So welcome to the show, Julia. Yes, hi, Mark. Welcome. And uh, it's lovely to uh, be here with you. And I love Theda. I have her CD, the exact same CD. And uh, it's fun to, uh, you know, to have all these uh, great people right in our community isn't that true and you know the one thing about theta she just sweeps me away every time and i knew she was a sound healer and things the first time i ever saw her sing and perform her original stuff it just she swept me away and you know she's 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 magic with an angelic voice absolutely so if anybody out there you know has never had a chance to hear theta see theta know theta uh, we've got some treats coming up for you in the next second half hour of the show. But, Julia, this first half hour is about uh, your gift and what you're bringing mm-hmm. here to, to Vancouver, uh, Inner Dance. You were away in the Philippines for a month, and it was your second opportunity to study with um, and learn and experience with the founder of this process, Pi. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. But maybe you can tell... Um, you know, tell our, our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, what Inner Dance is all about. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, now, um, well, inner dance is a, a phenomenon that is uh, spreading around the world, uh, principally because of uh, people who have come in contact with uh, this uh, magical uh, creature named Pai Villarazza. And you can look him up online. Um, you can look up Inner Dance online. There is an inner, a global Inner Dance community. And uh, people had sought him out, uh, and they had this experience with him. And uh, then they went around the world and uh, kind of just started facilitating because it has such an easy access and, and gives such a immediate transformational experience for a lot of people um it may or may not happen to you but for those for whom it happens uh it it seems like it brings on um cathartic and emotional states in a very subtle way uh without arduous spiritual path and um and and uh, you know today's age um we are you know surrounded by so much tension Mm-hmm. Uh, so much uncertainty, uh, and it feels like that we need all the tools uh, that we can uh, get our hands on uh, and can be exposed to that would bring us more inner peace. 
So yeah. although it is called inner dance, you're not really dancing, although Pepo might, <laughs> but, but it's basically the, the, your insides are dancing. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what I love about this process is it's so simple yet so effective. Because you don't see what's, uh, what's under the surface. And isn't that the case for everything in life? You know, uh, we make judgments about a lot of things. And, uh, and underneath it all, we are very, very complex human beings. And everything in life, uh, all organism and all life out there has an intricate uh, complexity and simplicity at the same time. Uh, when it all works together, flowers bloom, you know, the, the, the leaves grow, and then, and then rain comes and snow comes, and all of it seems to be just appearing out of magic, but it's an intricate balance of nature that uh, creates all of that, and we are not apart from that nature. We are also in, in incredibly intricate, magically connected, and magically complex, and therefore we absorb a lot of uh, the disturbances out there that, um, you know, even as a child, you, you know, somebody yelled at you uh, or somebody hurt you or hit you or uh, hurt your feelings. Uh, and accumulatively over time, this all gets embedded in your body. And, um, and you know, you don't know why you are retreating from the world, why you are getting addicted to things, why you are um, not finding a relationship or the right job or you're unhappy because um, you in some way have shut down over time uh, emotionally, even maybe subconsciously uh, or something that happened that you had no control over or you don't even remember. Uh, so, But the body remembers. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it's housed in your body, uh, it's there, and you might get triggered over time when you kind of have the same experience or something that reminds you of that experience. And we don't really have a lot of places where we can um, ex- we can explore and allow these feelings and emotions to run their course. Uh, often, if we have like an uncomfortable feeling, we just numb it with... Uh, drugs or cigarettes or or coffee or or mm-hmm. alcohol or any number of you know pick your choice of your numbing substances including food so unconsciously we just push down these emotions and this is a space where you can just release it beautiful so what is it about this phenomenon or this process that actually works and and maybe if we back up a step before you answer that question is how did pi discover this you know technique if you mm-hmm. call it mm-hmm. yeah he calls it a te- he calls it the technology uh because he is um incredibly advanced in his understanding of uh consciousness and uh and and i i think a lot of people are out there are are uh have been studying and researching and understanding, and Pai has really his finger on the pulse of the latest research. Uh, he's constantly learning and listening and uh, about what's happening in the world um, as far as consciousness research is concerned. He is uh, he is uh, has a whole other section that he calls Studios Mundos, which is a very intellectual pursuit for a lot of people who are interested in uh, deepening the understanding of consciousness, but. Uh, so there is many, many ways I can I can go down uh, explaining to you how this works. Uh, 
We have spent uh, more than a month there in immersion uh, every day um, talking about it um, and understanding and, and gathering information of how this might work. Biologically, uh, it is called um, uh, neurogenic tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's you know, that's kind of you know what I my understanding is, uh, but it's um, it's not something. Well, I think I think Pi is actually working together right now with someone uh, who is going to put people in the MRI and they're gonna and there's a book written about him in detail. He has also written a book about his own experience called Conscious Trends. Mm. And what happened to him is, um, well, I was going to say it's not not uh, dissimilar to a lot of things that happen to other people. People break down and have a nervous breakdown. And we all know now that the nervous breakdown is often the beginning of a, of a, of a, of a spiritual um uh, past uh, for a lot of people, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just putting my own words on his experience. Um, uh, he has his own way of explaining this, but uh, he had, he was by 23. Uh, he was running three companies. Um, he comes from a wealthy family, so basically, he had everything uh, given to him in his life. He was saying that until the age of 22, who never made his bed, you know, he had a maid. So uh, he, had, he and his parents were offering him an opportunity to go to Yale, Harvard, any university in the world. The money was not an issue. And yet he gave it all away. He uh, became penniless and homeless, and um, and he felt that he's got a different purpose. Uh, but uh, and, and anyway, there's a long, intricate story that had led him onto this island in the Philippines, which is a, which was a private island owned by some... Um, people from Burning Man, and uh, and uh, so there were some, you know, like you know, weird structures on there, but nothing that you could call uh, a shelter. And he was going to go there for three days, um, and it became two years. Wow. Yeah, and um, and he told us stories about the ten different ways to open a coconut, and uh, you know, and, <laughs> and 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 stories about how. He was weak and walking around all day, kind of massaging his body to keep in shape, to keep moving. Uh, At one point, he found a Scrabble set um, uh, somewhere, and uh, and he played with that for six months, and he went down all kinds of rabbit holes about the word and language. And uh, he studied studied the stars, and he paid attention to the animals and nature and the rhythm uh, that he observed uh, there. And imagine without shelter. Yeah, and so he was completely isolated for two years on a deserted island. He was completely isolated. He tells a story. There were two visitors who came to the island, and, um, you know, it's in his book. It's a long story. uh, uh, Who came to visit, and and both of them, quotation mark, healed by his presence. Uh, wow. And, um, yes, because at, at one point, I don't remember now where, where inner death started to happen to him, which means is that he started to have direct experience with energy, means that his body started to tremor, he started to have these uh, experiences where he was really commuting with the, the universe, so to speak. Um and and because he was an intellectual man, he uh, he tried to dissect and and uh, and explain what was actually happening in to him and in his, in his body. Um, 
but yes, other than that, he was a complete hermit, and he lived on coconuts, and that's also part of a part of the story. What happens to a human being when you are away from society? He said, really, food is is basically a social thing. He said, when you don't have anybody around you, you don't actually think about food all that much. Mm. Uh, he said, we are eating the world away, which is an interesting concept. And that's um, literally, I we, would imagine, too. Yeah, literally. And therefore, you know, we are consuming the world by our breath, by our, our food intake, um, and by using the energy of the world. And he realized that we don't really, really need that much food. We really actually don't even need that much sleep. He ended up sleeping only two, three hours um, a week. A week. And a week, yes. You'd, and even think being, today, you'd think being stranded on a desert island, you'd lounging around and probably sleep more than that, but you know, it's, I, it's hard I, to imagine. I think what, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but you would think that. However, you know, you have to remember that there you have no shelter. Mm-hmm. So so there is a, there's a discomfort and also there are animals around. And I asked him, he said, weren't you like eaten by mosquitoes and... I mean, I just came back to the Philippines. I was bitten, and we were protected all the time uh, in, you know, like underneath nets and and all of that. But there is there is different types of ants and scorpions and snakes. And and he said, yeah, you know, yes, at the, at the beginning. But then he said they left, they left him alone after a while. So it's a you know he developed a relationship with the with the animals around him. Wow. And uh, yeah, so so it's a it's a absolutely fascinating uh, modern day Robin Crusoe, Robinson Crusoe story mm-hmm. or Tom Hanks depending yeah. on you know, he didn't have a basketball yeah. to speak to but he did um, he did create then a little garden he said uh, you know uh, did the, uh, he collected seeds over the two years and started a little garden and so you know he was really just commuting with nature um, and his mother found him after two years. Um, again, that's a very long story how that happened. And uh, she came to the island, um, and it was a you know he tells the really epic day when his mom arrives and finds his son, finds her son, who was actually for for the family it was very traumatic that he disappeared. They mm-hmm. didn't know where he was. And um, and then the mom comes, and by this time she had cancer, and. Uh, he healed her, healed her cancer, and then people started to line up and uh, this word spread that he's got this healing energy and people uh, were coming from all over. He didn't know what to do with it. He didn't want to charge for it. Um, doctors were coming, wanting to test his brain. Uh, articles started to be written about him. Um, and uh, so he became a bit of a phenomenon in the Philippines and in, in Southeast Asia. He'd been to Singapore like 40 times by doing workshops, etc. But he did he wasn't quite comfortable with the attention. Like we are talking to a hermit. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so, it's, it's certainly sweeping the globe now. It, it's a phenomenon that, that is, is everywhere. Maybe you can tell our listeners as well, you know, maybe a, a brief description of what the process is really about, what they can expect by attending an inner dance session wherever they are in the world. So the process is very simple. Uh, 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 you know, <laughs> I was joking about it. It says, you know, I can, what would you like me to write on your certificate? I can write space <laughs> or space holder. <laughs> 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 because, um, because 
facilitators, or all we are doing is is creating and holding the space for whatever is arising mm-hmm. for it to happen without judgment. And um, so basically you come in, uh, we have a bit of a discussion, and uh, everybody lies down, and we turn on the music. And uh, the music uh, creates certain states, you might be triggered, you might go through emotional states, you might remember, you know, the first time you heard that piece of music or whatever. Uh, but what we invite you is to uh, to just let your thoughts go and just literally allow the vibration of the music to enter your body and be as present to what's happening as much as possible and just uh, be in surrender. And if, you, and if you are in surrender, allow this energy um, or whatever energy, uh, you know, to run through your body, but but uh, and and allow it to. Um, well, some of the some people call it the Kundalini energy. Pai doesn't like to use that term uh, because it's a little more complex than that. But but it's an it's a it's an energy source that might uh, run through you, or might it may not. And uh, if it happens, it could, you know, your body could twitch, you could move, you could. Uh, wiggle, you could have tremors, uh, you could have uh, even violent shakings. Um, what happens is that the body is releasing tension of some kind. And um, and um, it's like animals, when they have been traumatized, they just do this big shake after, or even dogs go into the water, they shake it off. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, as humans, have been socialized not to allow our emotions to be expressed. Uh, oftentimes, and some people scream, some people cry, some people laugh. Um, it, it the, the responses could be varied, and and it and it it it, it comes up on you as a complete surprise. Like the first time it happened to me, I I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the hell? You know, mm-hmm. what is going on in my body? I, I mean, I can stop it, but in a way, like I'm not, I'm not focusing on doing this. So I just allowed it to go, and it comes and goes, and goes in waves, and uh, and throughout this experience, you 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 may have some very blissful uh, experiences. Sometimes you have visions. Sometimes you see colors. Um, it's 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 like a a, a journey without a substance. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and well, I think that. That's a real statement right there is, you know, there's so many different ways for awakening and and creating transformation within the body, um, the mind and spirit. And like you're saying, you know, no substance, you're you're breathing, you're relaxing, you're laying there. I had the uh, opportunity to experience when you came back uh, from Bali last year and your first uh, training in, in when you first met Pi, yeah. and for me it was, you know, there was none of that twitching or, or any of that sort of thing, but what a beautifully relaxing experience it was, um, and to be touched in a couple of spots that would just seem to move energy intuitively, and it was just, you know, I felt, I, I left after that you know, feeling completely relaxed and recharged. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you had that experience, because I, if I remember correctly, uh, I didn't see like some huge violent movements from you, and sometimes that is uh, that you know as facilitators that was our perennial question. It's like, what happens if nothing happens? And mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, are we are we like are we still at service? Like, does this does this mean anything? And uh, 
And a lot of us have been, you know, reluctant to be actually doing this because it's like, okay, it's a big responsibility to bring in a group of people and what if nothing happens? And and what we have experienced is something always happens. Mm-hmm. It might be very, very subtle uh, and it might not have huge uh, impact or catharsis or anything uh, on you. In fact, for those people for whom it does, they are just as perplexed by it. There were people in the group who were already having these experiences and the society labeled them as uh, crazy. So they, there was a girl there uh, who had been having these movements in her body and she just used to lock herself up in the room uh, when, it, when she felt it was happening and she thought she was crazy until she found pie online and realized, like, oh my God, you know, this is it. This is what's happening to me. Well, and, and, and you bring us something really important that I just wanted to touch on, and that's something that I've learned a lot, especially, you know, working with Conscious Living Radio and, and being involved in everything that I'm doing these days, is, you know, that kind of uncomfortable and that what other people might label a craziness is part of an awakening, you know? Yeah. Yes, and, and, and when we are isolated, like this uh, this beautiful, beautiful woman who was from Kuala Lumpur, and her family actually, uh, um, like her father kind of disowned her, and, 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 and so she had suffered a great deal, um, and now she found, she found out it was like a huge release for her to know that she's not crazy, mm-hmm. that, that this happens to other people, and there's an explanation, and... And and now what she thought was an impediment now who became her gift. In fact, just as we speak, Pai is in Kuala Lumpur, and they are doing a workshop there, and they have a sold-out uh, um, uh, session because uh, because it is uh, you know it, it, it you know it started in Asia and it has been practiced way more in Asia, so in Bali and. Thailand and um, and Singapore in that area it's very very uh, popular uh, and other facilitators who have learned it from Pi have taken it all over the world as well in Europe so it's it's very well known and very Beautiful. well practiced and and what I love too is it's getting more and more well-known here in Canada and locally here in Vancouver as your practitioner. So we've only got a few minutes left uh, on this half of the show Julia so maybe you can share with our listeners and viewers you know, maybe how they can experience inner dance with you and, and what's next and, and where they can find more information. Yes, we are we are doing, uh, well, there is an inner dance global um, Facebook group and there's an inner dance Canada Facebook group as well. You can con- contact me on Facebook, uh, Julia Kovacs, uh, and uh, I will direct you uh, to that because we are building a community uh, and Pai is traveling around the world, and uh, he would also come here, and uh, you can meet him and uh, meet this magical person. Uh, all I have to tell you that we need more and more uh, amazing, beautiful creatures in the world mm-hmm. who are, uh, and Pai is really uh, just pure heart. Um, absolutely, the antithesis of guru or any kind of following him, he never charged for this for many, many years. It's all basically by donation. And we are having next uh, next uh, Tuesday, uh, February, tw- uh, sorry, um, <laughs> April. I, I, I skipped the winter, so I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's April 23rd or something, isn't yes, it? Yeah, I wasn't here in February. Yeah. So it's like April 23rd we are having um, uh, a session uh, where you are invited um, and con- you know, Mark also can uh, connect with 
people with conscious living yeah if you go to radio.org it's there on the uh, on, on our events page so you can find some more information there we're going to take this show and add it to consciouslivingradio.org as well but <clears throat> excuse me because it was kind of last minute i wasn't as prepared because i was working on our other guest i thought we're having today but you know yeah. um you know i, I love the well, it's been, it's i, I want to thank you julia been... for being flexible and being able to come on and, and share with us today um over the airwaves and and with our listeners you know your gifts and um you know, if you want to find out more about Julia Kovacs, juliakovacs.com. She also does a lot of sacred sexuality work. And uh, she's a good friend of Conscious Living Radio, Conscious Living Network here in Vancouver. And if you want to learn more about Inner Dance, uh, you can join us next Tuesday, April 23rd here in Vancouver. So again, Julia, I thank you so much for being on the show. And we're going to come back on the second half with our guest, Theta Phoenix. That being said, we're going to segue in with another one of her great pieces of music. And we're going to listen to uh, The Light in You. You've been listening to Conscious Living on Co-op Radio 100.5 CFRO in Vancouver. Thanks again for joining us, Julia. Thank you. If you take the chance to trust, start to open up, you just might find that you are loved. And I see the light in you, shining with everything you do. Don't try to hide it no more, can you hear it, knocking at your door? Show me what you really want Tell me what you really need Reveal all you feel You will be received You don't have to hide away All the things you really want to say There are others who have felt this way You're not alone Feel your pain Feeling 